<laughs> recap time, baby. It's the recap, baby. We had the one, the only Mr. Dr. Tomek Pajak. Pajak. Pajak? I can't remember. It was great, though. It was a great episode. Polish guy. Chiropractor. Chiropractor, doctor. doctor healer. Neuroscience. Fucking liker. <laughs> ex, ex, uh, I don't know what word I'm trying to think of, but yeah, yeah. connoisseur, connoisseur. Yeah, That's a word. He was great. Like he learned Amazing. a lot about like you know s- strategies to deal with stress, um, shifting your energies, um, kind of the science behind the brain, and what uh, stress does to your body, how yeah. techniques on how to you know mitigate that, yeah. that stress, and you know how being aware of your body can really provide some beneficial fucking yeah. um, benefits. Yeah, beneficial benefits. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, with your good. vocabulary, thank you. Um, and I'm so not a fucking yeah. arts major, baby. I'm a science major. Okay, which means I can't <laughs> talk. and the red light therapies and other therapies. Yeah, it was really informative. A, a bunch of stuff that I definitely never knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to checking out. So hopefully, you guys uh, learn something from it as well. And wait till the end because we talk about the science of post not clarity. Yeah, those that, those are facts, bro. Let's go. Enjoy. This episode is brought to you by The Granville Room. They are located at 957 Granville Street and are now open every Friday and Saturday night from 6 p.m. until 11 p.m. and hope to be open later in the near future. Stop by early between 6 and 8 for happy hour and free poutine followed by live DJs. For more information and booking tables, please visit them at safeandsoundent.com or at Granville Room on Instagram. 100%. All right, baby. Let's good, get it good, some good rolling. We are. Oh, that's your part. Sorry. Yeah, what the fuck? Sorry, sorry. Do you want to do it? No, no you can do it. I don't even know how no, to no, do no, it. No, go ahead. I don't no, know. You can do it. I don't know how. Yeah. I apologize. In your fucking I'll lane, do it. Bro. Oh, yes. No, sorry, sorry, I guess no, I like it. Let's do it. Let's what do it. I'm just going to do intro. I'll do it. Hey, guys. This is Dr. Tomic here from the Neuro Lounge. Ooh. Wow. We got a new co-host. You definitely thought about this. You definitely thought about this. That's all I can do. Tomic. Yes, I just wanted to make sure you didn't mess up my name. So, oh, we'll do it again. We'll do it. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of PNC. We're in the house today with Mr. Doctor Tomic Pajak. Hello, Mr. Doctor. Is that a new doctor? (laughs) Mr. Doctor Man. Very professional. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Episode forty. We're on episode forty-nine, which it looks like. Wow. No, what what do you think of forty-nine in numerals, Roman numerals, looks like? Like, uh, give me the letters or the numbers or whatever. It's uh, v- is it V I or I V I V? No, no. You, like you know what it is? X X yeah. X V one 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 one. Oh no! See that so was like what I had down. It's actually X L I X. Because L is fifty. Okay, okay. So it's I don't maybe I wrote that wrong. Isn't X five? Maybe just L I X five. Maybe it's L I. I don't know what it is. I gotta Google that again. But it's forty nine. Nice. Yeah, I know L is fifty. That's so any Romans listening to this? Yeah, you know we know you know that we know what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciating everybody. Yeah. Anyways, so Doctor Tomek, welcome to the studio. Thank How you. do you pronounce it again? Tomek Pajak. Pajak. Can That's we do that. the Can we do the Polish translation? Yes, Tomek Pajonk. Pajonk. I don't think it's a translation. Pajonk. It's like the Pajonk. version. <laughs> I know a guy the named version? Mike Pajak. No, the version. Is Patrick a maybe? Is that a Polish name as well? He's a. Is any relation to you by chance? Has the same spelling? Or? I don't know. I just know he was a really big rugby. Are guy. you asking Patrick if Patrick's a Polish name? No, dude. Or, his name was Mike Pajak. Oh, gotcha. And I, I might be pronouncing it completely wrong, but sorry, Patrick. He's from White Rock. He's like six six. 270, pretty big uh, guy. No, I don't know. I don't know him. You're like, oh my no. god, that's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you never know. 
I thought I asked. Such a small fucking world. It is, though. It is. Small fucking world. Anyways, how are you? Tell me stuff. What's going on? Oh, man. I've been busy. Yeah? Working lots, getting the new show. So I think me and you met a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and I came into your Neuro Lounge, which, you guys, if you're listening, such an incredible experience. And, you know, I genuinely left um, your office, like, feeling like what the fuck just happened because like <laughs> it was such a dope experience i'd like to get into that and that's why i invited you on to our podcast i feel like everyone needs to look here about this like yeah, i felt like including me i'm so pumped i felt enlightened when i saw your story nolan and yeah. i like pretty much immediately asked i'm like can we get this guy on the podcast because yeah, right like, away this all this world i'm super interested in and um, I didn't even know it existed in Vancouver. If I'm being honest with you, I've, I've never heard anything similar to it. So why don't we dive into it? What do we? What do we? Why do we start with our experience? Or how did you get into it? Let's how did I get into it? Okay, yeah. so it's quite a quite a long story, but I'll I'll dive into the details. So give me I, all of it. Okay, let's get nitty gritty. We got time. Dirty. We got time, Mister Doctor. Okay, we might have to edit some stuff out, but for my mom, <laughs> for my mom, but oh, will she listen? Maybe, maybe. Hi, mom, <laughs> hi mommy Pojak. Okay, so I've been a chiropractor for 15 years now. Nice. So that okay. ages me a bit. But um, I got into chiropractic for sports injuries, that kind of stuff. Stuff right. you normally relate with chiropractic, back pain. And um, basically, you know, had, had a good business working out in Maple Ridge. I was working on a lot of, you know, sports injuries, back pain, car accidents. And um, I've always been able to like fix my injuries with chiropractic and mm-hmm. massage therapy usually. Yeah, what school did you go to, by, by the way? Uh, Western gotcha. States in Portland, Oregon, and then okay. I went to SFU before that. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, but so about seven years ago, I had a neck and shoulder injury that wasn't that unusual for me. Like I get injured a lot. I was pretty, pretty rambunctious, mm-hmm. uh, like sports. Wild like, guy, hey? Well, that's, I mean, I met you through Waldo, so. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that that, that tells a I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Waldo connected I us. see you in a different light now. Yeah. <laughs> So that's where, um, anyways, uh, I thought it was just a normal injury, started doing my, my treatments, chiropractic, massage therapy. And for some reason, this didn't go away. And it just lingered and lingered and kept going on. Probably three years went by and I still had the same neck and shoulder pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so finally, I was like, I got to figure this out. And Something's like, wrong here. Yeah, because <laughs> what I'm doing is not working. So I started right. going to a lot of different practitioners, stuff I wasn't used to. And I learned a lot about stress stress in the body the nervous system and the brain Mm -hmm. and kind of make a already kind of long story a little bit shorter (laughs) um i basically learned that my body was in a majorly stressed state it's they call it fight or flight Mm -hmm. and when you're in fight or flight even low level fight or flight your body's natural mechanisms uh they just don't heal and repair properly Mm -hmm. so i was listening to one of your your podcasts with uh ashley and she mentions you guys are talking about like homeostasis, mm-hmm. balance, and it's the same thing with the nervous system. Your your optimal state is a state of homeostasis and balance. Yep. And if you're over p- putting too many demands on your body, uh, mentally, physically, and even chemically, your system basically goes in a survival defensive state. And that's, that's what's happening with me for like three years. Wow. And not only was my pain kind of getting worse, but I was starting to notice other, other health problems too, like major energy, major fatigue issues, sleep problems, even mm-hmm. like skin issues eventually. Did you feel like you're in that state of uh, fight or flight? Like usually when I'm in that mode, I'm like feeling anxiety and like always kind of on. So I don't know, did you feel that for like that, three years? That's, that's a great question because no, not at all. Right. Uh, and so, and here's what I've learned is 
disconnecting from your body is a common defense mechanism. So your body can be in a completely different state that you're not aware of. I have tons of people come in where, you know, they, they're like, oh, I feel fine. I feel fine. And then they have no idea like what's going on. We have a, we have a test, the, the test that we did with you. Right. And it shows like the state of your nervous system by looking at 28 parameters of your heart rate. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's, that's the tricky thing is some, myself included, was completely disconnected from the fact that I was stressed. People wouldn't have even said I was like a stress case, but right. I did have, you know, like social anxiety. And this gets into some of the stuff. I was, I was drinking a lot, you know, and going carting, carting yeah, a yeah. lot. There's a Waldo thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I met Waldo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that, that was kind of almost like, I think, medicating it for me. So I wasn't working a lot too. I had a successful business. I was only working three days a week. So I was like out, you know, living the dream. Living, yeah, yeah. That, that <laughs> yeah, felt like the dream. Yeah, but exactly. my, my health was declining, mm-hmm. and so, anyways, I at that point I realized I got to figure out a way to help my nervous system get mm-hmm. into that state of balance. Naturally, I started to learn about like meditation, and looked looked at all the science behind it, and I'm like, okay, this is gonna this is gonna work. Started meditating every day, and I wish I said, you know, everything got better, and you know, the clouds parted, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. I can see again. <laughs> That did not happen. Uh, what I quickly learned is meditation is a skill and a discipline that can take years to actually cultivate some of those physiological benefits, like shif- shifting your brain waves, shifting your heart rhythms, shifting your breathing rate. Right. So, so you're actively learning how to shift all these things. You can, yeah. Wow. So there, there's monks who can literally shift their their biological state in like seconds. That's so, so interesting. To um, hear. Now the cool thing is there's scientists, researchers, and companies out there that are developing technologies to help with that. Right. And that's where the uh, the light and sound therapy headsets that we offer at the Neural Lounge came in. Mm-hmm. I started uh, just l- researching things. And like I said, magnetic therapies, light therapies, sound therapies, all these things are designed to shift the, the nervous system. So, and I tried it and within about six sessions, it literally felt like my, I felt like I was on drugs actually at first. Yeah. It was like uh, almost like this, like kind of you felt euphoric. That. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When I yeah. did the light therapy, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Because they at the same time you're having like light stimulate like your, I don't know your inner yeah. brain because yes, your eyes are closed. It comes through the optic nerve, and then the other brain cells will start picking up the frequencies. So yeah. your whole your whole brain starts to shift, and then your whole body can actually start to shift. And then you're listening to this recording, and it's like, it's fucking. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they've combined five. Intense. They've combined five therapies in one with that. Yeah. And and it uses, um, like I said, light therapy, sound therapy, something called auriculotherapy, which is lights in the ears to open up some of the meridian lights channels. in your ears. Yeah. And then and then the the audio portion with the talking, it's actually designed to um, almost like hypnotherapy. And, right. And so that gets into the subconscious mind. So it's one of the best things for behavioral changes too. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I notice. You know, I mentioned some of those like you know, partying, addictive mm-hmm. traits that I had, those started just going away without even trying. Really? I was trying to get rid of my neck and shoulder pain. Yeah. And now I'm honestly like the most disciplined I've ever been, like working out, doing everything, working more. It's almost like I always talk about it with my clients as like building your bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So my bandwidth through these technologies, through these therapies, and through just connecting to your body more, your bandwidth just grows and grows. So Crazy. That is super interesting. You have to try it. I'm going to. For sure, but right. I'm gonna hear more first. <laughs> so I, I hear, so being a chiropractor, like I personally love chiropractors. Like when I was playing, I get adjusted all the time. I feel like I need to be adjusted. I think my hips kind of out of whack and whatever. I can adjust you. You just let me know. 
Uh, well, I will. Yeah, your hips. On the back sure. There's a lot on YouTube now. You can learn it. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, I do a lot. I provide in person. Yeah. But I love chiropractic. Chiropractic, but. I mean, I'm sure you've heard of like some of these misconceptions that people talk like kind of not negatively, but they, for whatever reason, chiropractic has kind of a, you know, not the, has a kind of an unfair rep, I think, in my opinion. Have you ever experienced that? I, I've experienced that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a, there's, there's good and bad prof- professionals in the, in the field. Yeah, and for sure. I think um, one of the things is with, I mean, Almost any alternative um, approach, yeah. almost any alternative pr- approach, uh, seems to have some backlash from kind of the mainstream for sure. you know, media, mm-hmm. mainstream model. So I think a lot of it comes from that. Yeah, hundred percent. And, yeah. and for me, I I don't know about you guys, but like, I for example, there's um, acupuncture, acupuncture. I personally have not had a good experience with that, so I don't tend to lean that direction. I did it, but once. people that ha- do, I know people that swear by it. And so I'm like, if it, whatever works for you, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's one cure-all, you know, for everything, for everyone. Yeah. Like if someone takes, you know, there's no magic pill or magic solution. So I think I'm a big believer. And one of the reasons I wanted to have this conversation is I want to learn more about modalities that I just don't know about. Because mm-hmm. it could, maybe it'll do the same thing for me that it did for you. And like my bandwidth, like you said, will increase, which would be amazing. And I would mm-hmm. love it. Maybe it won't. But at the end of the day, you know, at least give it a shot and they'll be so close-minded. So when people are always hacking on anything, whether it's meditation, Cairo, or even like Western medicine. Or just things that's out, that are like, outside of like, Western Like, have you medicine. tried it? Like, what have you done any research? What, what, what are you basing this off of? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's not one shoe fits all. So, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I just want to kind of get out there because I know a lot of people, is, they're so like close-minded a little bit when it comes to health. Completely. Yeah. Have, you, have you noticed that recently people are... Um, gravitating towards like more alternative approaches i feel like i feel like from what i've noticed people just don't aren't really into like western medicine and like the conventional ways of healing and i feel like for myself too one of the reasons why i loved coming to neural lounge is because it tapped into something that was almost in me but i wasn't able to exploit it enough and then when i came to you i was like whoa like this is like there and i go want to do it absolutely absolutely and that's and that's the thing that i really started to learn over the last five years is how amazing our bodies actually can be mm-hmm. when they're in the the right state, and so all those all the things you talked about the therapies you know we talked about the um like with Ashley you guys talked about the uh um like the adaptogens and all that stuff right they're all trying to restore like a natural state of homeostasis in the body, and that's where true healing and repair can happen and so even within chiropractic, I've, the profession started really more in a holistic kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, view, and I feel like now it's almost going more away from that. Where the way the way I look at clients now on on the chiropractic table is not a sore bicep or you know a torn muscle in their back. I truly look at it as the full body, and you see these like patterns of tension. Mm-hmm. You see, um, and then you incorporate the mental stress components of it, and so you can really I mean, the, the simplest way to think of it is just getting things back into balance and harmony, and that's where your body will heal and repair. So when I started getting my, my brain and my nervous system back in balance, mm-hmm. I had stuff like healing in my muscles that I just thought was always there, like these little knots between my shoulder blades um, and even like, like, like digestive issues. Yeah. That Having good digestion, having good flexibility, 
having good mental clarity, those are all like our natural state. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunately our environments and the environments we kind of put ourselves through create these survival mechanisms and defenses, yeah. right? So are you a couple, like, so when you're not in homeostasis, like when you're working out for, you know, extended periods of time, mm-hmm. are you kind of talking about those kind of things or more like, you know, eating shitty foods or is it kind of are like being stressed out or is it kind of an all encompassing thing that kind of knocks you off a balance there? Uh, it could be all of it. So working out's a really easy example. So mm-hmm. if you're actually trying to grow and build muscle, mm-hmm. you do have to push yourself past your bandwidth, right? Yeah. But as you probably know, if you keep pushing yourself past your bandwidth daily, 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 and you're not recovering and repairing it, you're going to break down and fall apart. Yeah. So it's that re- that constant outside the bandwidth that'll cause long-term problems, mm-hmm. right? So same thing mentally, you know, you can get go through a really stressful situation that pushes you past your bandwidth. As long as you recover, come back pretty quickly, there's not going to be any negative long-term effects. Yeah. But people are just living outside their bandwidth with all three of those things, nutritionally, uh, physically, and uh, and emotionally too. So would you say... Like, are there certain metrics you would use to kind of uh, judge if you're kind of living outside of that bandwidth? Or would it just be kind of like listen to your body and you kind of know? Or would it be like, oh, like those like, you know, HVR and all those like whoop straps technology? Because I had a whoop strap for a while and it said that I was like at 8% recovery every day. And I'm like, okay, I feel pretty good. And if I was at 8%, I think I would be pretty not shitty. able to lift my hand to eat a sandwich. But right. I'm like still crushed doing workouts and shit. So... That's where, for me, I was, like, more listening to my body. I'm like, maybe I'm a little tired, but I'm not, like, at 8% capacity. There's no fucking chance. Yeah, so um, the technology is definitely getting better and more advanced. Um, I just like the fact that we did that test, and it told me about my body, and I was like, whoa. The one you're you're talking about? Yeah, we we have, like, a very in-depth HRV. It looks at 28 parameters, and it's using ECG. Okay. So some of the the watches and the straps, you know, there's some limited data. but, But the reality is... If you're really in tune with your body, there's no better barometer. The problem is, like myself, if I was just listening to my body, you know, five years ago, I would have missed so much. Yeah. So, and that's why, um, like meditation, breath work, uh, doing like somatic therapies actually increases that awareness in your body. Okay. And that makes like your internal mechanisms better. So, starting off, if someone's having a lot of health issues, having those those metrics is great. Yeah. But once you start getting in tune, you know. I would trust your body more than a metric. I think at the end of the day, your body tells you exactly what is wrong with it. Mm. You just have to be able to aware or build, have the skills to be aware of what your body is telling you. Yeah. And that's recently something I've discovered <clears throat> after coming to the Neural Lounge and after you know hearing some of my friends' experiences. For example, like why am I always getting acne? And is it my body just telling me I don't like you know like I have friends with allergies and stuff that they never realized they were allergic to because they weren't like dying from it, but they had little things and they once they were in tune with what their body was saying they were able to figure out what it was and how to combat it and feel that much better every day. In their Absolutely. Lives. Yeah, your body's always talking to you. And, yeah. you know, I feel like it's our job to listen, right? For sure. For sure. So with that yeah. allergy reference you're just talking about, are you, where they did they go through the test or they yeah, figured they went out? Yeah, the test and they did that kind yeah. of thing. But then um, I had another friend who was listening to that experience because two friends were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And another friend was like, oh, no, like I realized like my body felt a different way after I had this certain thing. And then when I went to get my test, it confirmed that I had a slight allergy about it. So I feel like, you know, she had some intuition from before, and then you do the test to kind of confirm it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like, that's another thing that your brain and your mind is such a powerful fucking tool. And exactly. Like, like whether it's intuition, 
Like I get kind of like I'm on two sides about this kind of thing because like yeah. you can be intuitive and think, yeah, I ate this peanut butter or whatever. I wasn't feeling good. Oh, I'll do a test, some science behind it. It turns out, yeah, I'm in fact allergic. Right. But I also think that your brain can like also that you can control. You can and kind make, of give yourself like an like my girl like is allergic to everything. Essentially, <laughs> like she, like, I'm like, I'm like, we go to you. I'm like, like you're doing this on purpose. I'm like, come on, you can't have any. She's like, babe, I'm not allergic to anything besides Elisa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no joke. And it's like, okay, I'm like, I, I get it, I get it to a certain degree, but also, I'm like, it's also a convenient way for your mind to manipulate itself into totally. doing X, Y, and Z. I think you can go to an extreme with it and start using it as a, um, like an excuse almost, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't know. You could do both. Exactly, it's, do both. that's why it's such a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. Your brain yeah. is like such a powerful. You can talk yourself tool. into shit that you don't yeah. even want to be talked into. No. But yeah, if you're putting exactly. that energy out, man, you're gonna manifest some negative Absolutely. shit. Yeah, I I look at it as our brain is like a sponge and almost like an antenna, and literally everything we're putting in creates like a predictable output. So, yeah. and that goes back to you know childhood stuff and even Ugh. further back pre-childhood. The good, the good <laughs> so, stuff. So we can, um, but the cool thing is they used to think we can't change those patterns, but the research is showing through like neuroplasticity research and all these other things that we can actually change these patterns. Yeah. So talking about neuroplasticity, have you ever dived into using um, like mushrooms or psychedelics? Because I know that's a huge thing to increase neuroplasticity and has, you know, researching research has like supported it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I've I've done it. All. You, I've done, done it. All. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you done, like ayahuasca and stuff like that too. I've done uh, DMT. I haven't done ayahuasca. Have you done the five the DM five? What's the other one? Five, yeah, five MEO. Five MEO yeah. Have you done that one? Yeah. Wow. And have you done the other the other non five MEO version? Are you have you? Are I've you done only? both. Yeah, and, and I wasn't honestly. It was more like recreationally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying experimenting. Myself. So wild Friday night. Let's yeah, do exactly. DMT. Was but, one uh, different than the other? They were different. Yeah. One one is a five MEO more potent uh, yes yeah absolutely. that's what i Have hear you guys tried it? i've done the non 5meo but my jujitsu coach just went on a retreat and he did the five at five whatever it's called again what is 5meo it's a, of a stronger version i think or something a more pure version maybe or i think it has to do a bit with different how the um is it like the molly rocks version of molly <laughs> pretty much uh, sure <laughs> if that helps you oh, okay gotcha yeah, the moon rocks versus molly right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. moon rocks fuck um but, uh, and he like yeah he's like he did like four sessions in an hour, and he's like, it was fucking amazing. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, and I would have just a regular DMT. I just end up laughing like I'm on laughing gas. I don't have the full, like, you know, vision, like geometric patterns and shit. Like, I kind of get it, but what was your experience like? Um, yeah, like very, very visual. Yeah. Um, and and I've, I have a lot of clients who've done like five, 10, even 15, like ayahuasca journeys. Yeah. And 15. Oh yeah. Like, and here's, wow. and here's my, my, um, like the way I look at it now, I don't look at them as medicines. I almost look at them as like guides that kind of, it's almost gets into a spiritual thing mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, your higher purpose, your higher consciousness. Yeah. And the problem is people who do it, who aren't ready to change and kind of face things in their life, they often feel worse because if they're not, in the place, you know, where their true, like, higher purpose is, is heading. Mm-hmm. I remember one guy, he did it, like, five times, but he's still in a job that he hated. His relationship wasn't good. And he just he kept doing ayahuasca to 
thinks he can fix it. For ayahuasca, give him the fix, where I think you have to go in it with the intention yeah, to that, make a Yeah, the fix. ayahuasca is probably just making it worse, making him realize he was not in a place where he should be for his like higher calling. So I think a lot of those plant medicines are, are almost like guides. Mm-hmm. And, and they can be abused too. So that's, um, you know, I felt like I kind of got, you know, I, I traded one drug for another when I started getting into that. Yeah. And now I just, I realize like, all those feelings can be achieved through like breath work, through meditation, through some of these technologies. You can actually feel like you're on like a trip with some of these light therapies. And it's, uh, yeah. Was it like that for yeah, you? Yeah, man. Like it felt like I was like a high on mushrooms. What if you combined, you did a little <laughs> microdose and, and then you did, is that, that I don't want, I don't want to like, I don't want to, is that like, so, I don't know if you can suggest that <laughs> for legally or not. But. Off the record, I think some people have, but yeah, uh, for sure. Not in my I, mean, I might be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say, like, if someone like myself was like neuro lounge, what's like, what, what's the objective? Like what, why, how, not, not sell it to me, but like why? Like what's it's like benefit? Like what's why yeah, would I why would I come? At the most basic level, it's we help reverse the negative effects of stress on the body and the mind. Okay. So all of our techniques and approaches are are geared towards that and just realizing how stress is such I mean, even like the Institute of Health says like ninety percent of doctors' visits are due to stress related problems. So having a place where we can again bring the body it's a very holistic approach, but we're really helping people with with stress. And like learning how to be aware of your body. I know we went onto the chiropractic table and you started making me do these breathing exercises and had me like breathing out of a part of my back, which I've never done before. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like fucking insane. Yeah. So that's I, that's what I've also learned over the last five years is a completely different way to work with the body and work with the spine. Mm-hmm. And it's um, I, I had it done personally, too. And I was very skeptical. I was like. What is this? Like, how do I do, how do I, I move like I, that? I used to think it was like, because it's very delicate. And, and as, you know, as a former athlete and working with a lot of athletes, I always thought, you know, the more, the better, the bigger the adjustment, the bigger mm-hmm. the crack, the bigger the stretch. The, Love but, a good crack. But um, it just, it, it wasn't working for me, right? So I was trying, willing to try anything. And the one of the last things I tried is actually something called network spinal analysis, which is a chiropractic approach that is very, um, works with awareness, works with the subtle energy in your body. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just surprised how well it worked for me. And literally, like, as you get more in tune and aware with your body, with the practitioner's assistance, your body starts to actually change and, and just almost like the brain starts to change Unlocked. how it perceives. And so for me, I remember like leaving some sessions and like my body would start like cracking on, on its own. Whoa. And then... Um, uh, also, the cool thing about it is as you connect more to these areas of tension, mm-hmm. emotions will come out. So I remember crying after like a session and not knowing why. Right. And it's not uncommon. I've had like grown men cry on the table. Wow. And because all these these stored like patterns, like if so here's the thing. If, if you have pain and tension in your back and it's been there for more than like six weeks, it's not a physical injury. Like there's other stuff emotional going on. Emotional ties. There's sure. emotional ties. Maybe it's there's a chronic, you know, like chemical thing going on. But it's not a simple injury and, and you need to address it, not like a simple injury where just a massage or a crack will fix it, right? Right. And so there's so, like I had the same pattern for probably 10 years in my, my neck and shoulders and I was doing Cairo every week, I was doing massage every week and just kind of keeping things at bay with this new approach, connecting to my body, calming my brain. Um, I just, my whole body is just like different. I'm more flexible, I'm more energized. Uh, it's quite amazing actually. So you feel like you've done a complete 180 from like the big party guy? 
Absolutely, yeah. Thing. yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have any cravings for that at all. It's like wow. it's it's all about I think it's all about chemistry balance, man. It's mm-hmm. like when you crave that there's there's a there's, there's a reason. Some, yeah. There's a reason behind it. Did you yeah. so what's the <clears throat> is there like a recommended frequency to come in or is it super subjective and you can't really beg it's not like once a week, it's not like, you know, like taking a pill. It's like kinda you you go in, you see how you feel after that session and then your body will let you know if you need to come back in or like how would you recommend like frequency. Yeah, there there's some rules of thumb with um, how like neurology works, how how neuroplasticity works, and I always try to make it about the person's goals. Because I mean, you can come to the neuro lounge and do one session, feel great, and kind of you know enjoy that for a few days. But if you're looking to change like underlying patterns, uh, addictive patterns, honestly, the minimum is usually two three times, two three inputs a week. Okay. And then you're, and you start changing it. And then even with two, three inputs a week in the office, I always recommend just like a daily change at home because mm-hmm. we're really a result of our routines and habits. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, coming to the office once a month but not changing anything else, nothing's really going to change. But the cool thing is when you start connecting to your body, all those little things that you're planning on doing, like I've, there's, a, I mean, I've, I've known how to be healthy for for years, but I just didn't have the the motivation or like the, you know, the mental kind of clarity I was drawn to other things. Right. And now I'm just doing like my, my morning routine, I'm journaling, I'm doing like cold water dips, I'm doing cold showers, I'm mm-hmm. doing all the stuff that I was like always wanted to do, but I've never had the motivation to do that stuff. He loves his cold showers. Well, I, I'm of two minds. Like I, like I used to like have cold tubs, um, but now I just don't do it as much because of um, inconvenience. So eventually, when I when I have my dream house in my head, I'm gonna have like a infrared sauna and a cold bath that you see like in the in like Major League Baseball, where it's like that big tin thing. Yeah. But I was like doing a cold shower for like a minute or two after, you know, every workout. Like I don't know why do you do that. Well, I don't know. Hopefully, you can help me with this because I I thought personally it was the theory was that when you go into the cold, the you that the ice and the coldness like makes blood rush to something and so you're getting more blood flow to like circulate all the bad you shit really you're nice just... boner huh what <laughs> 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 like, like, so like so like for example like when i've twisted my ankle or hurt like an extremity like my wrist or whatever i i put it in an ice bucket and that would really settle down the swelling i'd, I'd find that i would personally heal literally twice as fast because i'm the swelling would go down way quicker um because i thought that the ice water just rushes blood to that area and then it helps kind of like mitigate like, the pain yeah moves shit around and moves bad stuff out like fresh you're always, you're always putting like why like a stream of water you're putting fresh water in so you could drink that you never want to drink still water that's sitting in a puddle mm-hmm. that's what I thought I could be way off that's but. that's that's true and that's definitely part of it and that's what I thought about five years ago and at that point I was like that's not worth it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I honestly hated cold water. Yeah, it's I was not comfortable. Like, I, I was the kid who would like dip his toe in like a hot pool and be like, nope, too cold. <laughs> uh, shower, I'd be like waiting for the perfect temperature. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until I started learning a lot more about the mental benefits and like the med- meditative benefits yeah. and that type of stuff. I actually read uh, Wim Hof. Yeah, book. it's Wim Hof. He's and, the man. And uh, I again, I was like, I, I heard of Wim Hof five years ago and I was like, you know what? my friends some of my friends are doing it. I'm like enjoy that I just yeah, I, I don't you. see the benefits for just a bit of blood flow improvement what's yeah. his but, book Wim Hof uh, the guy who I can't remember the name but yeah, just, Gw- if you just google Wim Hof have you seen Goop like Gwyneth um, Paltrow's thing oh yeah 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 I actually did the but, thing in the bath the other day where he does like, I did like 30 like you did, <laughs> like 30 deep inhalations and then I 
you can apparently hold your. I was able to hold my breath for like ninety seconds, which is like yeah. a lot. For I've me. done three minutes now with his. Right, program, that's crazy. Yeah. It actually works. Wow. Yeah. So, and here's the thing: why I decided it's worth it for me because he talks about the unlimited potential of the human brain, the human body, and the limitations. I was like, well, why are you know all these people doing it, and why am I scared of water? Like, why am I scared of cold water? And it's all mental. Yeah. And so for me, it was a huge mental just you know get through it. And then I started noticing like even more like benefits neurologically, uh, blood flow. Like, you know, I'm t- <laughs> t- t- blood, blood flow You're everywhere. You're putting it down. Blood You're flow putting everywhere. it down, Mister. <laughs> um, so, and now now I just now I just love it. But it's think of it more of as like a meditation than just a physical thing. It's, right. it's definitely a mental exercise. And if you can push through those fears, which a lot of people have, mm-hmm. like your other areas in your life become you know your less uh, less fearful. I like that you said that because I don't know. I'm having some intimate issues and do you think by participating in activities like this like your sex life gets better red light therapy and cold water that's all, all right baby Those two. all right let's fucking go yeah we'll try it 100 how do you do red light therapy like um, with the so we have the the big red light therapy bed okay uh, i don't you haven't tried that one yet okay but it's um Clearly. uses <laughs> uses four wavelengths Should so i asked my ex that <laughs> i'll have to get you in there we'll get you guys both in there but it's um so I'll, so basically, as I was I was learning all these techniques and kind of traveling um, to places like Denver, LA, learning you know more about these types of approaches and the chiropractic mm-hmm. approaches, and I would go to some of the top um, like health centers and so, you know especially in like like uh, Santa Monica and Hollywood, and so right. I tried out um, red light therapy, full body red light therapy, which is basically using um, specific wavelengths of light to increase the cellular energy in your cells. Okay, and so. Again, as I started to learn more about, you know, our homeostasis and how the body and how everything works together, I'm like, why wouldn't I want all my cells to have way more energy? Temp- and it's, so when you do that, like I, I literally felt energized, like a different type of energy after the first session. Mm-hmm. And then I started learning about all like the anti-aging benefits. A lot of like high-end salons use them after facial treatments yep, to yep. speed up healing. That's, der- that's the type of red light therapy I've heard of. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's basically the same thing with just a bit different wave, like extra wavelengths to go a bit deeper into the infrared, which goes into the muscles. Mm-hmm. So it's it's literally, I was like, I just want this anti-aging machine in my office. So, <laughs> so and it's, yeah, it's it's been fantastic. And it proves, proven, proves, what am I trying to say? It's been proven. Has has been proven to help you like in bed. Yeah, yeah. There's well, there's uh, well gutter, again. Bro. So I'm just trying to get some tips, bro. So with Viagra. it was a long night. So <laughs> so with that, there's. I mean, you can have problems in that regard physically if there's actually like physical problems with blood flow or ED. or mentally too, right? This is probably mental. Uh, yeah, twenty three year old. I mean, yeah, so, probably. But we, we, we tackle both at the office, so we'll nice, yeah. nice, nice. Is um, red light therapy? Definitely have to book a session. <laughs> and infrared like saunas, is that the same light or the same kind of stuff or no? No, they're they're different. They're both they're both great. Uh, infrared saunas are are basically just heating your your body. So they're oh. using infrared heat to get kind of a deeper heat into your cells. Okay. As your cells heat up, they increase activity. Yeah. Red light therapy, LED therapy that we use is not it doesn't heat you. It's actually a biochemical response, kind of like how sunlight enhances like plants growing okay so they found that 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 they can do that in human cells so it's, it's wow. actually an intracellular response like Crazy. photoreceptors and stuff like that exactly whoa yeah what'd you, what'd you say photoreceptors wow what a fucking biology boy over Bitch, here you yeah. know they my actually degree. they actually discovered red light go. red light therapy was discovered originally by nasa <clears throat> when they were trying to keep plants alive in space Interesting. and then they found that it had had effects on human tissues too right so 
And um, yeah, like I said, it's been it's been great. Yeah. I have some before and after photos for my face, and just inflammation was like gone. And right, really no more Botox. No Botox. No, no. Botox, baby. It's fucking crazy, man. You should listen to that. I I, I, I Botox. I, I, I have some opinions on Botox that aren't popular. <laughs> what are your opinions? I'm with you. Well, it's. I, I mean, more. I was thinking. The more, nice. the more I'm three years old, bro. Okay, but look at these wrinkles. So, oh my god, it's a part of stressed out, bro. Growing. The more I learn about just the body and actually how the body's more than just our physical body, but we have these like energetic fields around our body. <laughs> yeah. And like literally inject, like you know, they they talk about like the third eye and all that with like spirituality. So you're injecting like a, a neurotoxin right into your third eye. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I see what you mean. So and and if you even Google like, but what if it's a really pretty? third eye after well yeah <laughs> so <laughs> my concern with that is is that if you start now like you're going down this path where you can't you're basically on it for life because like you're, you you want this look now you're gonna want that look you know what i mean true. you're Very not true, gonna yeah. be it's kind of hard to Very go back Ma- managing stress you know exfoliating drinking pr- the proper water like those things are all anti-aging things that'll okay, i guess last. i'll have to try that first <laughs> yeah yeah i think people who, so I you're mean, saying don't go under the knife right away I mean, that's my it's again, like, like I said, okay. like this is my opinion. Like everyone do do what's do whatever works for you, but like it just seems like it's a slippery slope. Like right. you just, you know, there's a lot of other things to kind of address the same issues. Obviously, Botox is a pretty quick one. Yeah, like you put it in, you look completely different right away, right? All right, I have a confession to make. Uh, he did Botox this morning. Uh, no, uh, so I I had someone uh, recommend I try it. And I tried it about a year ago, <laughs> and it reinforced my beliefs because oh, I, like, I had like night sweats for like three days. Really, I felt when I work on people, I feel I have to be very like connected and in tune. That was lo- that was lost for like two, three weeks. Wow! And uh, so I was just like, I'm never doing this again because uh, yeah, I wanted to look you know younger and um, but yeah, I, I, that's that's where my reinfor- my beliefs got even more reinforced. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So you're speaking from experience. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Kind of have okay. to do that. I respect that. Yeah. But there's also like, what's that? What's it called? Confirmation bias? Is that a, is that a term? I've heard that before. Or like, you know, you when you do something and you like you pr- you already have a negative connotation, and then it just reinforces that. You know well, what I mean? I, I do that all the time too. But like, what if? But what if you do but, it? But I was I was op- I was open to doing it. Yeah. And I was just like, but I I I didn't expect. Like I literally was like I. The cool thing about when you're so in tune with your body, like mm-hmm. I'm sleeping great, and yeah. like having a disturbance in that, you know, right? It's yeah, not, exactly. And so. It's pretty clear, like that. I was just like my body was not like. How about it, aesthetically? It, were you like pleased with that or no? Not even that. I didn't really notice much difference. Um, I mean, he said I needed more because it was like. Of course he did. <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> standard <laughs> move. He's a friend. He, he did it for free though. He wasn't trying to get money. Oh. It was a. But it's like I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't want to. I I know what it does, and I know like even with um patients who do it for like headaches and stuff, it's always temporary. For what yeah, are, yeah. Uh, they have like migraines, so they they'll do Botox in like the muscles that are tight. Oh, and um, it always comes back, and then you're not addressing the underlying cause when no. you do that, right? Why so is the muscle? Fix. Why is the muscle tight? Why is it in that defense that we talk about, right? So, mm. what, are, what are the most common areas to get Botoxed? Your jaw, your masseter. Is that for like stress or like? No, that's for slimming out your jaw and for if you're um, uh, grinding your teeth. So does. Is Botox making things tighter or it what? Paralyzes it just paralyzes, yeah. Ah, yeah. What the fuck? Why would the why would we want anything paralyzed? Because because the wrinkles that your face make when you have emotions. Beauty's pain, babe. Oh, that's the what? Other, that's that the, is, you can, uh, we, can't, we have to move away from that's, those that, kind of sentiments. That's the other thing too. If you look this up, it's our facial expressions have like an energetic component to it, and when you're paralyzing that, like you're actually 
down-regulating your emotional expression. True, because if you love to smile as big as you fucking can and they got yeah. Botox and don't smile, I feel like... It changes your energy. You just become a more down person. Yeah. Maybe that's why some of these Yelltown bitches are a little too... We're, we're, we're getting so much shit for a talking about this in Yelltown. No, no, fuck that. <laughs> this is what we <laughs> believe. I'm going to lose all my clients. <laughs> the Botox is okay if you want to do yeah. it. No, we I we just choose yeah, not no. to. I'm playing, yeah. I'm playing. Everybody knows that. So, it, so <laughs> you do it to paralyze... Yeah, so you do it in your forehead. To paralyze that wrinkle. To get rid of those wrinkles. You can do it in your masseter. To... Which yeah, so like wrinkles like so like, from, like, so like jaw, wrinkles, no but. so like jaw pain jaw tension again that's all stress related yeah so rather than finding the underlying cause of stress and telling the person to you know change things figure yeah. out they Breathe. just paralyze the muscle right fuck that's weird yeah. and you got to do that every couple months six or something? months six three months three, months, three to six months yeah. depends on it looks pretty painful when i see these girls post on their insta like having a needle jammed in their face with is it a lot? Is it liquid or is it like a gel? Actually, when I got my face injected, it was probably the most pain I've ever been in. in yeah, like what, what? Like, I had jaw and chin filler. Like, is filler and Botox ago. the same thing? No, filler is made from hyaluronic acid, which is whoa, whoa, whoa that doesn't sound natural. Hyaluronic acid you put on your face. Is that is it a natural thing? Uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah, natural. It's pretty yeah, natural. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hear acid. I'm like, that sounds like <laughs> not good. <laughs> Fuck <up. laughs> the other acid. Yeah, yeah. the other type oh, of acid. Those were good. Uh, anyway, so then filler just adds volume to your face. So if I want to make it look like I have cheekbones or yeah. whatever, like you can inject it in a way that makes it look more sculpted. So where did this come from? Like, where do you think this like desire to have this look? Hollywood. It, uh, yeah. Originated from. Baby. Like, who was the first person to be like, you know what? I'm gonna make my cheeks look like chipmunks or whatever, and that's Ooh. gonna be the fad. Like, you know, it seems like True. such a weird place well, to crazy go to. Because you look back at like 1990s supermodels, they didn't have that look yeah, at all. Exactly. Everyone's so slim, tall. Like, that was what. Beauty more natural? Was. And then, yeah, more natural. And then you have today's Kim generation, K. which is don't fucking, <laughs> don't you start with me. I'm not, no, we're, but not, we doing know that. we're not doing that. But we're not doing that. Is that not one of the people that probably has probably fillers so and shit like that? Not, no, she's like so natural. Are you fucking high? Anyways. I think I started with Jessica Rabbit. Oh, yeah. yeah. But she's canceled now, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, she can't, you, can't, you can't have a Done. sexy cartoon. Do you know who Jessica Rabbit is? Yes, Nolan? I do. She's fucking hot. What, what cartoon is she from? Oh. The name of the fucking Bugs cartoon Bunny. is in her name, bro. Jessica Rabbit. No, it's not the exact name. Oh. Anyway. Rabbit. Too. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh. It's like half cartoon, half humans. But like, yeah. It's, wow. Yeah, and that like, was like a cartoon for children? Uh, I guess. It's kind of like. It seems a little kid, Betty Boopy. Adulty. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that's why everyone's coming after her now, being like, your your tits are too big for a cartoon. Oh my god! Yeah, the new Jessica, the new Rabbit Girl in Space Jam with LeBron is gonna be like. Have you seen the new Miss um, Fizzle? Who's from Magic Fizzle? School Bus? What's that now? Oh, okay, wrong generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't watch kids shows. Magic School Bus, man. The one that goes no, that goes around. Does, it get, does it get really small and gets yeah, goes yeah, in your it body? Goes inside your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know the name of the character. They made though. a new Miss Fizzle, which is you know she looks like a fucking weirdo. They also did the same thing with um, fucking SpongeBob. They count like two episodes of SpongeBob. SpongeBob got canceled because one was about like he they went to a girl's house or and like stole all her underwear because it was the same square. Oh my god, yeah, I remember that. Crazy shit. Anyways. So yeah, I, oh, it's SpongeBob. <laughs> who like Side who's time. the first person like to, to Michael, Jackson, this? Michael Jackson? But that I mean, he's like. That's but then a, people I, look at him like, like you're botched, you know? Yeah. Like it's like so much. Like it's know. just interesting. I think it might have to do with the attempt to look like Kim Kardashian. Mm. Probably. Um, so you think if social yeah, media think. wasn't around, that maybe this craze wouldn't be as hyped as it currently is. Maybe. 
Maybe. I don't know. It's a deep question. I'm a deep should guy. We, should we think about it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. My answer is I don't think so. I think, you know, if people weren't exposed to it, they'd be like... If, if we you, didn't have you, fillers, you that ma- or sorry, filters that made your lips look huge. Yeah, but that you know? came after the fact that true, it true, became true. a fad. Like, but it's just perpetuating the cycle. I can understand like lipstick and shit, like from like you know evolution and baboons and mating. You want to make yourself look more attractive, and like you know when the cats that like, have their hair on their neck stand up and bears stand up on their hind legs and stuff. It, that's yeah. about like looking bigger and and scaring it's off stronger st- predators or whatever. Yeah. But like I don't get the filler. And the Botox, like that, I don't see any evolutionary benefit. It has to do with the fact that, like, a lot of the porn industry had that look, and men like like that look, and then it's slowly tried, like, translated into mainstream media. You think porn was the? the, I think so. I think it had a big thing because you you first saw the girls with the fucking giant lips and big titties and a fat ass in. The sex industry. But I think I think they had big lips because they were sucking so much dick. You know, it's <laughs> a lot of a lot of friction really and a lot of sw- swelling. Nice. That's my thought. Right. Well, now I can't tell my mom to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> mom, I'm, I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just edit so it out. Close. Forty-five minutes. So close. Just put earmuffs on at that point. <laughs> um, now, how's with? Obviously, you said stress is a big driver of your business and kind of uh, something that it strives to address. Have you seen like an increase in your business since COVID or um, no? A um, little bit of both. So we opened like three months before COVID. Oh, and fuck. So You're in that. Oh, dude, it was, it was like, it was going really great. And then, yeah, lockdown. literally lockdown and, you know, no one's coming in. And then mm. it's been, um, you know, people are still, are still concerned about, you know, leaving the house sometimes. But the last three months, yeah, we've consistently been growing. And, and this, the number of... The severity of the stress cases that I'm seeing are just, I think, they're increasing. More. Yeah, yeah. yeah people are like really stressed. It's fucking getting to people, man. Did you mm-hmm. hear about that stabbing at mm-hmm. Booster Juice? Yeah. What? In North at, Van? At BJ? At North Van again? Another one? Well, was no. This is like two weeks ago. That was at the library. I talking about the library. Right? Oh, the library. Oh, maybe it was the library then. Booster Juice? How'd you go from I the thought, library? I thought to it was at BJ. Juice. I think it was both. Maybe like near. It the, was like a yeah. the BJ in the library. <laughs> don't go, don't go too far, but yeah, like I like North Van that, and then there was like um that thing in Richmond the other day. Um, this episode might have come out for a couple of weeks, but um that that the anti Asian shit is really yeah. picking up steam here. Yeah. Like yeah, the, cl- it's the closure of like the gyms, the yoga studios, yeah. all that. I mean, it's, I mean, it all adds up, right? And then like sure. what John Horgan said the other day about blaming the twenty, 20 to thirty nine like, Yeah, it's just so weird. Where like it's, it seems like blaming people doesn't really help anything. Don't blow it. Yeah, and then he does not even apologize. Yeah, it's, it's it's just a weird time to be a human. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's obviously, no love. No there's love. very little. It's very little. Everyone's love. a lot of finger pointing and like this. You guys are why this is bad, and you know, let's hate this group because they're. It's easy to put blame on someone else. It makes you feel good or whatever the fuck the reason these people have to do that, mm-hmm. which is so bizarre. It's zero accountability. There's, there's a own, there's a know? brain reason for that too. Actually, when when you're stressed, your like higher cortical thinking goes away, and you're just oh. reacting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. That is that makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. yeah. But like I, sometimes, like I feel like I want to. I say this in, th- in theory, like you know, when you're in the car and you, sometimes someone cuts you off and you get road rage, or or like someone you cut someone off who's walking, they get mad. Like I want that to happen, and I want to pull over and be like, "Hey, what's going on? Are you okay?" <laughs> like clearly, this is not that big. Mind of your a fucking deal. business, bro. You know what I mean? But I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. that. I I think that if I can't approach it like that, 
I hope that they might be instead of being attacked back and then escalating, yeah. that maybe they like take a step back and being like, okay, yeah, he's right. Like he cut me off a little bit, but it's not the end of the world. There's like three seconds of my day. I'm really stressed about X, Y, and Z and appreciate the fact that a stranger took time to kind of, you know, just have a human conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need more of that. Yeah, I mean, I hope I don't get punched out. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I I would would like (laughs) to try that. his fucking baton. Right? (laughs) It's just, I just think that we're just going further and further into this, like, abyss of... Negativity. Anger. Anger and and hatred. And blaming people. And this is not... To, like, the further I just we don't go into think it, the world the has out. to be that bad, you know, if we don't want it to be that bad. Yeah. And on the news, like the news is depressing as it is already, but now to see all this shit in our own backyard of, you know, Asian hate crimes happening here, stabbings in, in Valley, North Valley, which is like where I grew up essentially. And like nothing like that in my recollection has ever happened. that BJ. That, yeah. okay, first of all, nothing happened at Booster Juice. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the library. Okay, my bad. Um. Yeah, it's scary to think, like, you know, we used to, like, not used to, but, like, when we, like, hear, like, a mass shooting in the States, and you hear about that fire, the guy that, like, lit three Freemason buildings or whatever, like, three buildings on fire a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago. Yeah. Here? Yeah, in North Van and, in like, East Van or something. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. To do what? I, I, well. Insurance money? No, it's, like, it's, like, some, I don't, I'm I'm really going to fuck it up, because it's, like, it's, he burned it's not like a religious group. It's oh, okay, some okay, okay, kind okay. of some kind of group. Yeah, and that he was like, you know, on his Facebook, he was kind of like, you know, had into a lot of conspiracy theories. So uh, he was trying okay. to burn down one of these That's factions. Up. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and this is all happening in our backyard. And you know, we think of Canada, and I'm sure you guys have seen that thing on Fox News with Tucker Carlson talking about how Canada is like, you know, having internment camps for. Uh, travelers coming in with negative or positive COVID tests and all that internment count. I mean, it's it's. It, I've heard it. Yeah. So I, I mean, I agree with you, and I definitely see a trend. You know, heading. You know, more stress, yeah. more more reaction. But I, I have a strategy for that that works for me. And um, please share. And even even if you think back to any time of history, there's always really bad stuff happening like there's there's always fires there's always wars there's always killings and but there's also on the opposite there's also really good things happening Mm -hmm. and so like we talked about earlier your brain is like a sponge and anything you put in will you know it it reacts in 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 uh, response to the inputs so and now now in today's day and age, you really have to make an effort to not expose yourself to those things regularly, yeah. and fill your 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 day with things that you know inspire you, or even just like, I know it sounds corny, but like walking to work and looking at the beautiful trees, and like just just taking a moment. Every single moment, you can either find something good or bad. Yeah, what you focus on will determine if you're happy or sad, right? Yeah, so right. and it sounds a super big part simple. Of that. It it is quite simple if you really think about it. And again, like you, every every single person probably has permission to be pissed off and angry for the last twenty years if they really wanted yeah. to. Right? There's always shit going on. There's always problems. But you also probably have permission to be happy because, I mean, we're not in internment camps. You know, we're not locked up fully. You know, we're, yeah. there's so much stuff. We we actually have some of the most freedoms out of any country that, yeah. that I hear about, especially Vancouver. So yeah. I focus on that. I focus on what I can do with my clients, I'm, with my own health. You know, they can't stop me from going in the cold ocean. Yeah, yeah we and, all have choices uh, to make. So, yeah. we're, so we're and, I, and, I, and I literally stopped watching the news like 
10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 just, I try. It's yeah. hard though. Like I want to, like, I just come kind of curious. Yeah. And even, yeah, like the, the, you know, the conspiracy stuff, which might be true. I mean, I, I try not to even look at that. I just try to focus on what, what I can have control over. Yeah. Control what you can control and then rest doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, we have a choice. We can choose to be happy or we can choose not to be happy. Mm-hmm. Like you said. And then there, there's people literally, like, I have, I have some clients who just because they can't travel, they're, like, literally I, I'm scared for their lives and, like, wow. for, for their own safety because like, so how, how they feel. So. But if you think about it, like, you live in a beautiful place just because you can't travel for maybe a year or two. Yeah. Like, is that worth just ruining every single day of your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, to, like, live in that mindset. depression. It's yeah, a, total that's mindset. Whole, yeah. That's a mindset. You can focus on what's been taken away, or you can focus on what you still have. You still have. You can be like, okay, now I have more time to read. I have more time to exercise. I can I can be do creative. little things around the city. Like, for example, I've never been across the Capilano Suspension Bridge until, like, last year. Wow. And I, like, I'm from North Van. Yeah. So that's, like, right in my backyard. So little things like that. Like, you can, like, you know, you can choose to twist. explore your own fucking backyard. Yeah, there's so, there's and there's so, so many trails, so many outdoor pursuits, like, in Vancouver, like, I think it's probably people come here. Think about it like that. People come here to experience our backyard, and mm-hmm. we don't fucking do it. Yeah, we're like take it for granted almost. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So that's a very good, very good outlook. And I think if everyone took a t- minute or two or however long just to like sit back and like look at and be figure out what they have to be thankful for, I'm pretty sure that there are going to be more check boxes in the thankful column than there is in the. And not only what that, you'll me? you'll literally be healthier. Like your nervous system will shift. Mm-hmm. Those digestive juices will start flowing. Your body will start healing. Like, yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, love it. Love, love it. it. So brain function is another big part of your uh, industry or business model or uh, yeah, stuff so you do? We, again, so I'm not a, I'm not a neurologist, yeah. and, uh, but I do have a huge interest in brainwave function, brainwaves. And there's a lot of cool technologies, and we're actually looking at a few where um, well, you can actually put electrodes on people's heads and find out like what what state they're in. Like we talked about some of the the measurements, yep. and um, and that's just another great tool and approach to see like what the person's resting state is at. If especially if they're disconnected, right? Because like I said, most and here's the reality: most people who aren't consciously working on like awareness in their body are disconnected. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. like everything from TV to alcohol to drugs they all actually disconnect us sports you learn to push through pain ignore your body right yeah so all those things disconnect us actually crazy so is there like a balance like would you like for me um looking back on like stuff like sports for example like i don't think i would want to give up sports or maybe even give up weed or anything like that so is there you can you balance all those things kind of like where you can you know you, you can although you're being disconnected for a short period of time, still then you be can aware of your body after, and still end up being in a solid place. Absolutely, yeah. And and with sports, I, th- I think sports are great. It's just like pushing through like every injury is, mm. is not great, right? Yeah. Still, you can you can go for a run and you can disconnect from your body, or you can actually connect more to your body. You can lift weights and connect to your body, or you can disconnect. So, it's be- being conscious and present and aware will actually cultivate and build that awareness in you. So, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Just taking the moment to be more aware of your body and how it feels, how yeah, just you're feeling. Every moment, yeah. It's a, yeah. So Nolan, you when you went in, what you what? Um, so what did you did, get done? We did our what, test. what did you do? So we did a um, HRV. Right? Yeah, we did the HRV, HRV resting test. Which, which to my astonishment, which it makes sense um, in hindsight, but I think we saw that I had a lot of um, uh, 
not so good sleeping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it correlates. So our HRV is special because it extrapolates data to brainwave activity. So there's been research that shows like there's certain timings and frequency in your heart that will correlate with your brainwaves. And what showed up in yours is a high delta brainwave, which is right. our sleep brainwave. So what does that mean? It means we were awake at that time doing a five-minute test. It showed your dominant in delta brainwave, mm-hmm. which we don't want to have dominant delta brainwave when we're awake. We want to be more beta and or maybe alpha. Interesting. So it's kind of like a range. So scientists have found that there's different frequency bands of brainwave that determine like what conscious state you're in. Mm-hmm. All, everything from like high alertness all the way down to deep sleep. And so it kind of just gives us an idea of where you're at on that spectrum. And here's the thing. It's it's not that there's a good or a bad frequency. Yeah. It's all about, like you said, balance and flexibility. Having the, the flexibility to go from alert to sleeping, alert to deep meditation. A lot of people are stuck in one state, and that's right. where we get in these patterns where they can't fall asleep. They're, you know, their brain's always going. They can't get into a creative state. They can't get into a relaxed state. So mm-hmm. it's. I always think of meditation. I, I use the word fitness for your mind because it's just creating the ability to kind of go in these different states. And there's just like fitness, there's, you know, thousands of different styles of meditations and applications. But I think if you're not doing something regarding meditation now, you're you're behind. Yeah, totally. I agree completely. And then we moved on to the brain tap, right? The brain tap. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about that already with the light and sound frequencies. What we didn't talk about is I've combined that to make it even more in, uh, like effective. A, effective and affect the, the body by using these, uh, they're called pulse electromagnetic field mats, mm-hmm. and they have the warm heated crystals. So four types of crystals. Again, I mean, I was kind of skeptical with crystals. I'm like, what do crystals do? And, right. But they actually have energetic properties when they're heated. They give off that far infrared heat that goes like deeper into your body. And there's uh, properties with like ion exchange. And it's just like, like you said, most people, people are getting into these deep states that can take years and years of disciplined meditation within the first three sessions. Crazy. Wow. And then you- and then we went to the chiropractic table. Oh, yeah, you had a full day. Aligned my feet, made me like walk proper. Yeah, so like I said, when, when I get people on the table now, I look at the body as a whole, I look for tension patterns, and rather than fighting those tension patterns, I try to teach your body to recognize them mm-hmm. and release them on its own. So, and again, I found it's just way more effective for long-term mm-hmm. changes too. I left the place feeling like I could deep, I could breathe deeper in my body. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Just, but. just for reference. So I, I go to a, a chiropractor that does this approach on Broadway. He's great. Um, Dr. Greg Smiley, if you want to check him out, <laughs> but I'm probably <laughs> Dr. <back>. Smiley. That's, <laughs> that's a dope yeah. doctor name. But um, I, I didn't see him for like three, four months through the COVID stuff. Yeah. And, and normally in the past, if I wasn't getting constant treatment, constant therapy, everything just starts, you know, binding back up. Yeah. I didn't have anything happen this time. So, because my through the the treatments I had in the past, my body learned to actually be more efficient and more effective at releasing tension. So, even like probably the most stressful time in my life, I felt great. Wow, so good. So the 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 process that Nolan went through there is that kind of like the recommended um, <clears throat> first first session? session, or is that just kind of he just had a, he just wanted the crash course on everything? Or uh, it's there's there's a few different options. Um, so with with like brain the brain tap and the red light therapy, um, those are kind of like spa services. So technically, you okay. don't have to have a doctor's prescription. You know, you can just come in and pop in as you like. 
they are very powerful treatments, but they're very safe. So you don't need, you know, too much guidance with mm-hmm. it. Right. Um, but what I usually do if people are looking, if they have some major issues they're trying to work through, we start off with our full chiropractic consultation, assessment, history, and then I can help guide them to their to their goals. Ah. Um, and, and again, it's all about just depending on what the what the initial assessment and tests kind of show, which, which direction we go with people. Right. Yeah, it's great. I'm definitely going to have to try that out. Yeah, man. Have you been, like, are you going to, what's your what's your routine now? I would now? definitely do it again. I find that sometimes when I, I get into a new modality, <clears throat> and even if I feel amazing afterwards, if it's not part of my routine, it takes a while for me to kind of, like, get to that cruising altitude. I would altitude. like for it to be part of my routine, for sure. I think it's, for me, especially right now, I'm finding so much importance in trying to be more body aware and trying to be more conscious of the thoughts I'm thinking and why I'm feeling the way that I am. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going to the neural lounge would be great, um addition to my life. Yeah, awesome. uh, I just haven't had the chance yet. So. Yeah, I, I try to make it, I realize how repetition is key in you know, developing these mm-hmm. habits. So there's two ways to do that with our brain tap sessions. We do actually sell the units um, for people who can use them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other is we have memberships where you can kind of, um, I, I try to make it you know, almost the price of like a yoga class where mm-hmm. you can come in and just get some pretty life-changing results. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think I love the name, the Neuro Lounge. It's like it's like it's science, dope, but it's also bro. like a cool place you want to hang out. Mm-hmm. It's like combining the two, so it's not like intimidating, too sciency. Totally, but it's like you know, welcoming and like I, I, I like to be in a lounge. If you were the Neuro Facility, I'd be like, oh, the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Neuro Lounge, let's have a well, drink. I, yeah, I, totally. I really <laughs> wanted to make it like a lounge because, again, I used to go out all the time, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, whenever I worked in my old office, it just it really felt like work, uh, you know, driving out there, and. I really wanted to not feel like I'm working when I'm working. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I created, and you've been there, it's like so relaxing. So it's like relaxed. a spa, right? Yeah, the music. exactly. Um, I even, when I first opened, <clears> I was like <throat> even like playing like some soft, deep house music because I, I like DJing too, actually. Right. Oh, okay, um, but, okay. Talented man. So uh, I, I just started that too, like three, four years ago. I was like, as, as here's the thing that happens as you start to balance your, your, your brain waves, your biochemistry, like, Parts of you start coming to the surface, like creativity, which mm-hmm. for me was just like I didn't have any a creative bone in my body after like <laughs> say high school. Mm-hmm. And um, but as things get balanced, there everybody has a creative side. Everybody has both like yep. creative and analytical. So it was cool just to explore, and I'm still growing and exploring and still learning who just you enjoying. are. Yeah, fuck, that yeah. sounds like the dream. Literally, <laughs> you need Love to try it. it out. I'm gonna. You have to. But I'm going. I, I have to figure oh, out when yeah, I can yeah. get in. Yeah. Um, but I've been looking on your Instagram and I see like a lot of people that I know, especially from the fitness industry, like these gurus, like, um, Jeff Bagshaw has been in and like, he's like a guy that I've always looked up to in the fitness industry and the Ashley was in yeah. and who's a, you know, done, so, I've known her for so long and where she's, where she like, you know, when we were just like little punks partying to like where she is now is like, holy shit. I'm like so proud and impressed with what you've done. So obviously what you're doing speaks to a, you know, Huge wide volume variety of people. of people that are super successful in their field. So obviously, it's something that is got to be doing something out. right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it, and like I said, I'm I'm enjoying the people that are coming in, and you know, we're getting actors, movie producers. Yeah, I and bet. it's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, good for you. How can people like? So, what's your? How can people find you online if they're looking? Um, our website, theneurolounge.com, and uh, our Instagram uh, at theneurolounge. Is we we. Mostly do our stuff on Instagram, so you mm-hmm. can uh, follow us there. And we do have Facebook, but we're not quite as active on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many. We, we, me and Nolan always talk about social media and, like, what's the best one? Is it TikTok? Instagram. Is it fucking 
Clubhouse? Is it Twitter? Is it Instagram? Is it? Like, I just stick to Instagram because it's the one that the only it's one that I really know right now. It you seems know? to be big in Vancouver too. I think yeah. Yeah. a lot of people are. On I it. hear TikTok. People are like using We're TikTok. You can hosts. you can blow up on TikTok and go viral like <laughs> yeah, way quicker. You definitely like consider TikTok. I don't even know what TikTok is, but everyone's talking <laughs> I mean, about have it. This I have an account, but yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm down for anything. Yeah, fuck. Perfect. Yeah. All right, guys. It's been a new episode of PNC. Oh, I didn't do our fucking intro. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did, but not like our intro, you know? It's okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, it's been a new episode of PNC. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Post not clarity, people. Um, you can find us at PNC underscore podcast on Instagram. Don't forget to thumb us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And yeah, that's it because I'm not mentioning the third one. Well, it's coming, mm-hmm. baby. It's coming. It just feels part of the routine, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, no, I meant the YouTube thing. Whatever. A podcast <laughs> with a K. Now that's coming. It's a coming. Keep it, keep your eyes and ears. Yeah, I feel our, peeled, our, our, our our exits. Or what's the opposite of an intro? Outro. An exit. An outro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think they're all over the place. But it's that fun. That much more fun. I, I have like one thing that might be interesting to share. All right. Oh, yeah, I like stuff. <laughs> yes, doctor. This is a PS right. moment. So so post not clarity, right? That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that's why. Ear muffet, mom. Ear muffet. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed. Well, not embarrassed. So, and it's it's a thing. So part of like some of the spiritual growth and meditation that I've been doing, there's people doing uh, it's called semen retention. Ooh, Have you heard of like that? edging. So no, it's just not literally edging. like nothing for extended period of time. Nothing. Say that again. No semen expulsion for thirty days. So okay. not, oh, that's okay. a movie. Okay. There's okay. a movie okay. about okay. that. Okay. Oh, is there? Okay. So okay. so I actually did that. So you don't jerk off for well, thirty I, days. For thirty days, yeah. Okay. And I did it, and it was like, how do you feel? I felt. Like so energized, and like during the thirty or after, like when you first nutted. Both. I mean, I had a lot of stuff come up. Like I think uh, it was not like, not that much. I, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was having like 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 nightmares and all this stuff. Yeah. But wow. it's I think a lot of men. It, for me, it's just um, uh, about controlling like my physiology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seeing you know what what happens. So. I, I did it and I was proud of myself. And are you still continuing down that? Uh, no. Fuck no. <laughs> but but a lot of biohackers, they actually say for optimal testosterone function is once a week, which if you're- Fuck really? that. Yeah. They say it builds. It builds until a week and then slowly starts coming down. But again, it's, you know- So in that right, 30 days, you- Right now I'm single, so I, I'm cool with playing around with it, but- yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> or not playing around with it. So in those thirty days, obviously you had urges, and you just kind of like it was kind of was it kind of like the cold bath thing where you're like exactly you're it's a mental challenge exactly, and then it's like mm. yeah, I mean I, I get the science behind a mental challenge. I'm not sure if that is a mental challenge yeah, for yeah. me. There's some energetic benefits too. They say just how your energy like because it's a very highly like energetic like the sacral yeah, chakra yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. I don't know. I, I just felt called to do it. When you do this stuff, you just try to follow your, totally. your calling. This person and, yeah. I used to be best friends with and, like, you know, dabbled here and there with. You know what I mean? Um, oh, we that's probably what you need. No. I need, I honestly, honestly. Um, uh, I'll, you should do it. Had stopped. I'll fuck that. Do a charity. <laughs> that should be the challenge. We 62 should, right? days challenge. You should start doing every March through, like, a, a semen, fucking March like madness. A <laughs> semen retention um, um, awareness. Maybe we should cut this out of the podcast. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> that's great. I have a question for you. Oh, go on. I'm yeah, yeah. so he stopped doing it like in general and was like, whoa, I feel amazing. I feel better. Like I don't have any like cravings. I don't have like all these like things telling me to like, you know. Like to stop masturbating more. or stop coming? Stop didn't mas- have sex. Stop masturbating. And did he have sex though? No. Okay. Well, he's, he wasn't getting laid. So, yeah. Yeah, so 
That may not be a choice thing. That yeah, yeah, that was like... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but different. you stop masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to answer this question, so please don't feel pressure to. Um, when you ended the challenge and your first <laughs> welcome back, was it like the seas parting or was it just like any other normal time? Oh, it was intense. Yeah, I bet. See, that's that. That'd be After interesting. Like two days is intense. It's like when you like <laughs> fast and you like you're on you're on a juice cleanse for like a week, and then your first meal back, you're like, "This is the best fucking meal I've ever had." Wow. So that's you know, maybe maybe I'll try a week. Thirty days is a. <laughs> Should we do a sixty day challenge? Sixty days? No, I'm absolutely not. With, along with our fitness challenge. First of all, our fitness challenge is already like four days in, so we can't. True. And second of all, sixty days is he just talking about thirty days. Why would you <laughs> double it? Double it, yeah. Thirty okay, is just that intense. <laughs> you can try. I will support you in your journey. Fuck that. No, I can't do it. Well, why don't you try? I honestly, and I can't medically endorse any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. We say I that don't at every know episode. if it's like a like what's that, what's that thing you said? Confirmational bias or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But every time I participate with myself. <laughs> so PC. Um, every time I fucking rub one out, yeah. um, I notice I do better in school. So every time I do an exam or anything, I have to take like ten minutes before and fucking just you know. It's probably stress release. For you. Yeah, I think that's what so, it is. But then now you, I know when you that hold it off. It's like a building of energy. So if you're you need something to channel that energy into. So again, and, I was busy. I was working. I was doing all my fitness stuff. So, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, and now crazy. I feel like if I need a little bit of extra luck, I go rub it out really quickly. Extra luck, yeah. It's like instead it's of like rubbing my, a Buddha like, belly, you rub your. I own rub my own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Love okay. it. Okay. Well, that well, was a little, was a little, little extra, a little yeah. extra for the for the ending. <laughs> the, of the science episode. behind post luck clarity. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Thanks, guys, for listening. All right, guys. See you later. Pulling out the coupe at the lot, turning for a twelve for a swat, buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit the link with the box, had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal, I'ma get laid